Breaking news, Bernie Sanders suggests kill your kid, save the climate. Also, we take a look at AOC and the badass millennials that are the best generation that's ever existed. In other news, what is totalitarianism and what the hell defines a military style weapon? I'm White Crid. I'm Brown Matt. And, and this, this is Both, Both Sides, Sides of the Wall. How's that for an intro? <laughs> All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. This is our second episode, and we are excited to be back because now we actually have a structure. I didn't know that we'd actually make it this far. I didn't either. I thought we were going to quit after the first episode. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> but we're here now. So welcome. We're, uh, we're gonna, we have a good podcast for you today. Uh, personally, I got a lot of good reviews on the last one, honestly. I don't know about you, but uh, several people actually told me that they really enjoyed listening to it. So we appreciate the feedback. Uh, but honestly, in my opinion, that was trash. Uh, absolutely. It was absolutely it was awful. So what you found interesting in that, I will never know. I don't understand. Yeah, but anyway, so let's get to our first topic today, uh, Matt's topic. What are we talking about today? Okay, so as we know, uh, CNN had a town hall debate mm. over climate change. Mm. And it wasn't right. just your ordinary town hall. Sure. This was seven hours long. Mother of God. Seven hours. Yeah, but honestly, why though? About climate change and didn't answer one question at all I, I just looked over some highlights literally the highlights are kamala harris wants to ban plastic straws but she hates paper straws uh-huh. joe biden's eye completely explodes oh my god and bernie sanders solution which is what i'm going to be talking about is literally abortion saves the world but can we take a moment just to pay homage to the blood vessels that popped in that man's eye let's take a moment of silence all right, silence over. It was so sad, though. Like, I was honestly, I, I didn't even watch it because I was busy, you mm-hmm. know, with anything else. Right, but, uh, because I would have rather died than watch that. Sure, I can just watch the <laughs> the highlights afterwards because, honestly, they didn't answer any questions anyways. But I honestly felt really bad for that dude. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I don't agree with him. At but all. he's still an old man. Like his eye exploded. His eye exploded. <laughs> <laughs> it turned out to be some kind of hemorrhage. In his uh, left, in it really? was his left eye. Uh, if I if I remember yeah, correctly, it was, it was uh, if I remember correctly, I heard somewhere that it was a hemorrhage that, and that and that's a hemorrhage is when you know your blood vessels explode, mm-hmm. and his eye was literally bleeding on the inside. Jesus Christ! It's uh, you gotta feel bad for him, man. He's an old man. Did he feel it? That's my question. I don't know, cause he he took it like a champ. If he <laughs> felt it, I will give him that. And he still didn't answer any questions. <laughs> He's going completely senile. But he took it like a champ. For real, for real. All right, so okay, let's get so into this topic. Let, let's dive into this. Okay, so I want to start this off with a clip. Okay, this this goes into the whole abortion debate. So this oh uh, they're, they're, Anderson Cooper is um, moderating this segment, I guess. I don't know if he does the whole thing, if I'm honest. But he's moderating this segment. He has a lady come up, and she's a teacher out of all things. Okay? And she starts us off by, you, you know what? It's just better if we just listen to the clip itself. Let's take another question from our audience. Martha Readyoff is a teacher from New Milford, Connecticut. Martha, welcome. Good evening. Human population growth has more than doubled in the past 50 years. The planet cannot sustain this growth. I- First off, what the hell? For real, like... <laughs> This planet cannot sustain human... What has it been doing this entire time? Have you time? not seen the plains of Texas? What, like, there's what? plenty of room here. What, what is... Huh? <laughs> that, oh, right. Okay, we gotta keep going. That, that That's just... This planet cannot inhabit human life. It's its only purpose. 
I realize this is a poisonous topic for politicians, mm. but it's crucial to face. Empowering women and educating everyone on the need to curb population growth seems a reasonable campaign to enact. What does this have? To do I have with no anything? words <laughs> to describe the amount of idiocy. And this woman is a teacher. She is a teacher. That's our school system. For this you. is our public school system in America. This is completely awful. Now, don't don't take us the wrong way. Empowering women, good on you. But what? I, <laughs> I, I don't feel like I have to be empowered. Not at all. But it's just because I'm a man, right? <laughs> just because you have male privilege. And you're white. Yeah. What you if, have okay, white you know and what? male no. privilege. No, I take that back. You know what? I, I feel oppressed. I am so sick and tired of this I'm coming crap. out right now. I am a woman. Oh, my God. And I feel oppressed. Well, you know what? I came out as a gay homosexual. Oh, well, what the hell? A gay God. homosexual. We are going to get banned a on Apple already. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to point out that he didn't understand that I said a gay homosexual, as if the two are different. <laughs> I'm actually a gay transgender. Mm. So I still... Mm. I'm a woman. You know what Dave Chappelle has to say about that? Hmm. You're part of the alphabet group. I am part of the alphabet group. Dude, I'm in the L and the G and the B and the T. Honestly, but I'm not you, a part of the Q. Sidetrack here for just a second. If you have not watched that Dave Chappelle special, watch it. 10 out of 10 recommend that. It I was had so good. So good. It was some of the most offensive, but so funny. It, it was just it was just so funny. It's what this country needed. Exactly. Okay, let, let, let's keep this going because we got on a sidetrack there. Sure, sure. Do be courageous enough to discuss this issue and make it a key feature of a plan to address climate catastrophe. Well, Martha, the answer is yes. <laughs> and the answer has everything to do with the fact that women in the United States of America, by the way, have a right to control their own bodies. Kill your kids, save the climate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where we're going with this. Um, the whole, the women get to write over their own bodies, which is perfectly fine with me. It's just that they don't understand what the right to their own body is. Considering it's not their body. Exactly. Um, so I'm about to trigger a lot of feminists right now. So if you are a feminist, <laughs> please skip ahead. Because I am about... No, no, no. You know what? Don't skip ahead. Listen to this. You need to hear it. You know what? I don't really care if you listen to this or not, but if you'd rather feel like you don't want to kill me, I would not listen to what I'm about to say right now. Okay. So every time you ha I have an abortion debate with someone, it always goes to rape, incest. Every single time. The lowest... The lowest rates of abortion and it, are people who are I have raped. an article right here. It's from Human Life International. Go ahead. 0.69% of mm -hmm. abortions are done for the quote-unquote hard cases. 0.36% of all abortions are done to save the life of the mother. Now, this is where I kind of I can't agree with because you're still – you're saving a life, but you're risking ending a life. But honestly – at that point, I feel like that's a decision for the mother because yes. she's going to literally die. Absolutely. Or they can have her kid. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? At that point, that's all for you. You know, go for it. If you don't want to die, if your husband would rather have you instead of the kid, go for it. But I, honestly, I feel like a, tr a mother, if she is pregnant with her kid for that long, for the whole nine months, and then she's literally, her life is depending on whether she has this kid or not. I feel she's going to have such a deep connection with this kid that she's not going to want to get rid of it. She's going to... She's going to want to take the risk of ending her own life just so that her kid can have life. Mm -hmm. And just so that, you know, her kid has a chance. Because she's already lived life. Sure. 
maybe not to the fullest, but she's had a chance. She wants that kid to have a chance. Of course, that's my opinion. That's not fact. And of course, that is – I absolutely agree because that, that's one of those in, – in the debates for abortion, those are the hardest questions to answer. First of all, they're so minuscule that they shouldn't – I mean obviously they are a topic. But right. they're so incredibly rare that I see it as that – I agree. That would be the decision for the mother. Right. So in an argument, you know – of why we should keep abortion and make it legal or not, you know, make it like more accessible to everybody makes absolutely no sense considering most of it's just because people want to sleep around uh, all the time with, you know, without protection. And that's when accidents happen. You know, I, I was actually getting to that. Um, let, let's just keep on listening. Okay? Let's go. Let's go. And the Mexico City Agreement, which denies American aid to those organizations around the world that are uh, that allow women to have abortions or even get involved uh, in birth control, to me, is totally absurd. So I think, especially in poor countries around the world, uh, where women do not necessarily want to have large numbers of babies, and where... The I'm perfectly fine with women not wanting a large family. Yeah. Uh, why is that even a debate topic? And why are we talking about another country when it, we're talking about ours here? Yeah, he's literally running for president in the United States and is worried about other countries. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, on one hand, you know, people argue that we're supposed to be worried about it. No, no. It's our country. You know, if we have to get into a situation where we have to come together with everybody, first of all, that's going to be way down the line because so far everything that they have said about climate change has been incorrect. The, the earth goes through its natural phases of cooling and warming. Exactly. We're in one of those phases right now. I mean, and this is this is factually, scientifically, historically proven mm -hmm. that the, the earth goes through natural phases of heating and cooling. We're in one of those phases where it's heating. And exactly. Holy crap, it is hot as hell it outside. It is so hot. I don't want to get – I don't even want to get into – like I want to get to work. But if I, don't I, if I could be. teleport there, that would be fantastic because I have to sit down in my car and then by the time that I get there, I'm sweating. You know, if, if they could just invent teleporters so that I wouldn't have to walk outside, no one would give a crap about climate change anymore. Yeah, you know what, Democrats? Stop promising a whole bunch of crap that you're never actually going to fulfill. Promise us teleportation <laughs> and, and I will be maybe, all for it. Maybe I will vote for you. All right? <laughs> Okay, so that that's basically the end of it. But he he goes on and he's talking about that women have the right to have not to not have a large family, which is completely correct. I am completely all for that. the The problem that I have is why why is that even a debate? Why is this even a topic of discussion? Hmm. A family is the women is the woman and the husband. Let's yep. not forget the man, because the man is a very equally important part of this. You can't forget that it could be a woman and a woman, or a woman and a tranny. I don't, can I say that? I don't even know if I can say that. Can we? Can I we? might edit that out. We'll see. If this is in here, suck it. If not, go ahead. <laughs> okay, so what I'm getting at here is that I don't care how many kids you have, but if you're going to get, if you have sex, you are taking that risk. Whether you're on birth control, whether you have a condom, condoms can break. Mm -hmm. Birth control is not 100% effective all the time. Mm -hmm. What is 100% effective all the time? Here's the church answer. Abstinence. Abstinence. <laughs> Woo! Nobody likes that answer. Hey. <laughs> so everybody hates that answer, but it's 100% true. Mm -hmm. You don't have sex. You don't, you don't take that risk of getting pregnant. If you, if you have sex, you are taking that risk, Un whether you're taking it unconsciously or consciously. You are taking that risk. You take responsibility for your own actions. Mm -hmm. 
killing your kid is not going to help save the climate. I don't even know what the hell that yeah. means. <laughs> hey, I, I feel like with his response, it was just so... He didn't have a response. That's exactly. the thing. That's it why was, he went to abortion. Exactly. Because he could get the crowd stirred up with the whole, hey, women have the right to anything that they want to do with their body. You know? And it's like, <laughs> that was a terrible burning impression, but I tried. Uh, but look, this is how the left manipulates their audiences. It's like Trump. Trump knows how to get his rallies like mm-hmm. really amped up because, first of all, he's a performer, you know? Uh, he can get his, he knows how to deal with his crowd. The left knows how to deal with theirs as well. They right. do not have to answer anything because they go straight from, so um, right now, France is kind of going through a whole bunch of stuff. Oh, let me stop you right there. Women. <laughs> <laughs> so. Nazis everywhere. Fascists, as far as the eye can see. Kill them all. Put them into the social... <laughs> God dang it. What am I trying to say? The concentration camps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of concentration camps... Camps. Camps. Let's uh, let, let's dive a little bit into AOC. It's a little bit of a, uh, a different topic. It's not a very important topic, mm. but I feel like it's a topic worth just, you know, kind of uh, talking about. So this, this happened last week. Sure. AOC is on Instagram Live, as she always is, being an idiot. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. <laughs> in an article by the Washington Examiner, I don't know how far right-leaning or far left-leaning they are. I assume they're kind of moderate or bipartisan. Mm-hmm. But the title of it is AOC's Most Hilarious Lie, Millennials' Most Informed G- Historically Literate Generation. Mm. Oh, my God. Mm. I can't even start to... Millennials and Gen Z. And, yes, I'm talking about myself here. We are the most illiterate... Gen Z and millennials are the actually worst informed, easily most easily manipulated people of ever, ever. Yeah, I agree. AOC can comparing us to the rest of civilization or the rest of the generations that came before us is completely retarded. We had the greatest generation, in my opinion, was the World War II generation. Sure. The people in the teens who actually went out and fought real fascism mm-hmm. in Germany and Europe. Yep. That is the greatest generation. That is the best example of bravery and selflessness. All we have today is what can the government do for me? What can I do to help myself more than anybody else? And I, I don't have a clip ready at hand. I wish I did, but I'm sorry. I'll, I'll be better next time. <laughs> Anyways, that, that's all I wanted to say on that part. It's not a very big topic, but I thought I should mention it, mention it in there if you didn't hear about it already. So, Post Malone released the new album. Ooh. Uh, that's, I, I want to talk about that. It is Hollywood's Bleeding. Um, I won't say it's his best album. I'll give it that. I think I still think Beer Bongs and Bentley's is mm. his best album. Absolutely agree. I can just agree. I can just totally listen to that thing all day, every day. Sure. Except for uh, the one song with Nicki Minaj. <laughs> that's just because I absolutely despise Which her. one is that? Because I always skip Ball it on me. Ball for me. me. Yeah, yeah, I always. No, it's honestly, the song's not bad. It's just once it once gets, it to, gets that to her part, part I'm like, skip. ah, next song. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to listen to this trash. <laughs> I don't know what my favorite song is. Um, if, if I have to go with anything, I still think Circles is on top for me. Oh, yeah. Circles is just a really, it's just a vibe, man. It's just. It's one of those things where if I smoked weed, I'd smoke it to circles. Oh. Because it's one of those where you just sit there and you're like, bro, 
Yes. It's just yeah. it's just a very moody song. And of course, it's it's Post Malone, so it's about heartbreak, of course. And, you know, depression. And I don't know why I'm responding. I haven't even listened to any. <laughs> um, ten out of ten would recommend Hollywood's Bleeding. It, it is on Spotify and probably anywhere else. The music video for Circles is it's weird. It has nothing to do with the song itself, but I still think it's pretty cool. Anyways, it has nothing to do with Circles. It has nothing to do with Circles. It actually. Mm. Uh, what's the uh, Disney princess with long hair? Is that Rapunzel? Rapunzel, yeah. It has something to do Tangled. with Tangled. Ra- Tangled, yeah. It has something to Whatever do with her name is in that. Yeah. It has something to do with her and her long hair, but she doesn't have a mouth. And Post Malone's been basically just killing a bunch of people and uh-huh. then he climbs up her hair at the end of the song. <laughs> I don't I don't know what that has to do with the song in general. So but. it circles about like the song. I can depict based off of the ti- like the title. Would it be, is it about like the circle? Not of life, but of love or something. Like, well, it, yeah, there's one lyric. Um, I don't remember the lyric off the top. It's something about... Uh, uh, it says, we keep on running, but we're running in circles. Okay. Okay. I mean, I, I see. It's I, like, I have to listen to the song, it, it, of course, I, but... It, it's run away, but we're running in circles. Sure. So basically, you know, we go through this thing called love. Yeah. And... No, okay. Was... Was the girl's name entangled Rapunzel? Because I don't know. I never watched it. I never watched it. I don't know. I really don't know. What's the dude's name? Flynn. I know that. I know. I think I know that because uh, uh, this guy actually, Zachary Levi, he has a he has a cup that he's using for his water. That's a Shazam. Uh, Zachary Levi was the voice of the character Entangled. What was her name? Let's look this up. Uh, In the movie, would it be Rapunzel? I I think that's her name. Like in the original. Saga or not Saga, but like movie. Uh huh. But I don't know if that's like her official name. Yeah, her name is Rapunzel. Hmm. Why did they? I don't even. Honestly, it's been. I I probably saw it when it was out in theaters, and that was it. So I don't actually know. But uh, so this has nothing to do with Post Malone's album. How how did we get there? Oh, sir, because uh. I don't know why, but she just doesn't have. Also, I'd like to I'd like to point out that Post Malone. Keep surprising all of us, dude. He brought Ozzy Osbourne into his album. Why? With, with Travis Scott in the same song. <laughs> but why Ozzy Osbourne? Dude, I don't know. But <laughs> honestly, the song is fantastic in my opinion. Okay. It, it's, I mean, because you have Ozzy Osbourne and then Travis Scott. Two completely opposite sides of the spectrum. Mm. But it just goes so well together. Only Post Malone could do that. If I'm honest. <gasps> A hiccup. <laughs> um, of course, you have Sunflower. I mean, I'm, I'm tired of that song. That song, dude. I okay, when it came out, it was like... When it came out, it was fantastic. Repeat, it was on... And then I played it too for much day. for myself. Yeah. And then, and then yeah. I heard it everywhere because of Spider-Verse. Exactly. And then I wanted to kill myself. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh... Oh, crap. What? What's, what's going on, man? I don't know. I lost track of where we were. What do you mean you don't know? The script is off, okay? I'm sorry. There was no script. What are you talking about? Hey, just because you have a script doesn't mean I had to abide by it. Hey, look. Okay. I'll ruin this whole thing for you. Look. It Chapter 2. It, oh, God. Stop. Please, okay, please so stop. I'm really excited for this movie because I don't know. If anybody knows me, they probably don't know that I'm an avid horror movie watcher. And people who don't know me also don't know this. So I don't know why I stated it like that, but I did anyways. I watched a lot of horror movies. Uh, uh, I'd like to clarify that. I don't. 
Yeah, he he is deathly afraid of clowns, especially. I, I really have. I don't know why I have such an irrational fear of clowns. I've oh, I've just grew up with it. I don't know what caused me to have an irrational fear of clowns. It's just one of those things where if I saw it, I probably would never sleep again. <laughs> Fair enough. The first one was fantastic. I uh, should probably watch it. I mean, I need to get over myself. It's a very, like I said, it's a very irrational fear, and I need to get over it and not be such a wuss. Yeah. At the same time, I don't want to watch it. <laughs> the kids, spoiler alert, the kids beat the clown's butt at the end of it, and they were kids. Like, Yeah. That's That, that was always my thing with that. It was like... <sighs> You know, I, cool. That that's great. That that actually seems like a really cool concept that the kids are able to do uh, stuff like that. Because usually in movies like this, it's always the adults. Or actually, you know what? I take that back. In the movie business, it's always the kids who are doing something great. Yeah. Uh, but in real life, in real life, like let's be honest, if it's gonna come down between a like a twelve year old kid and a alien clown <laughs> 12 year old kid is going to die first of all uh, but anyways this second chapter is apparently three hours like like three hours long and a lot scarier uh, oh fantastic so, so of course I need to watch this one you and I are going to see it I, mm, yeah I will not we are. I'm paying for your ticket because I have a coupon oh all right oh, I can't I can't say no to free things I'm exactly. a Mexican mm-hmm. that's exactly why I was telling you this <sighs> uh, but You're I'm very a bastard you're a bastard. Inglorious bastard. <laughs> uh, so, honestly, I'm a, I'm a big movie buff. Uh, if anybody knows me, they know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love movies. Uh, Marvel. I love Marvel. I am literally looking at three, four posters of Marvel alone on my wall. And then there's a Star Wars, The Last Jedi. For some reason, I just got that one for free, so I put it up. And then Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty is great. Morty. <clears throat> oh jeez, Morty! <laughs> uh, I can't wait for that new season to come for out. For sure, by the way. for sure. It's going to so be excited. so fantastic. It's going to be great. If it I'm disappoint, really for that. if it's awful, I'm going to be so disappointed. And look, it's been I a have year so in the much making. faith in those writers because they haven't let me down with a single episode. I have been so into every episode of that series. Of course, now it's been a year, so I'm if I ever go back to watch it, which I don't watch it very often anymore, but if I ever do, it's like I've already seen this episode, you know? Right. But uh, it's just, they're, they're so good. <laughs> the way they're written mm-hmm. is so sporadic. Yeah. And that's kind of my type of comedy where it's just like, Morty! But also... What kind of movies do you like, Matt? Because I genuinely don't know. Well, you see, I like movies, dude. I really don't have a specific preference. But if I'm honest to you, dude, I really don't watch a lot of movies. Really? I, My life is very boring, mm. considering that I'm here doing a podcast on a Friday night what? when I could be doing literally anything else. Hey, I enjoy doing podcasts. <laughs> no, okay? don't get me wrong. I enjoy this, but you know what I'm trying to say. You know, He's saying you know that he hates about. the audience. I, I'm thoroughly disappointed in you, Matt. I have no comment on that. <laughs> but it, I like I like action movies. I like uh, um, like mystery movies, like really? stuff like that. That, okay. that that interests me. I've always been into mystery. Sure. Um, I hate reading, mm. but I've always been into mystery novels. You know what I mean? Sure. I'm, I'm a very big fan of John Grisham. <laughs> really? Yeah, I am. Um, I used to read his like his books for teens when I was like younger. Yeah. But then. You know, I really despise reading, so oh. I don't read anything anymore. Sure. I only read when I have to. I've been reading that uh, 
from Rice Brooks, the uh, God's Not Dead book. Uh, me and Matt went to a, what, was it, what did you call it, like a, a conference, I guess. Like a It was kind of like a seminar kind yeah, of Yeah, a seminar. Uh, it was basically debating. Uh, it, it was the topic from the movie God, God's Not Dead. It was the, uh, you know, the science and everything behind it. Uh, and uh, the book is very interesting. I haven't finished it, so I won't give it a rating. Uh, but I gave it to my sister as soon as she saw it. <laughs> My dad almost took it from me because uh, he was like, you're never going to read it anyways. I was like, just watch me. I didn't put up a single fight. <laughs> <laughs> um, so have you ever seen the uh, the Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes? No. Those are so good. Though, you know, obviously it's Robert Downey Jr. Anything with him in it is great. Mm-hmm. But, I agree. Uh, also has Jude Law and Rachel McAdams, which Rachel McAdams, top five list. I'll say it right now. She's one of my. She's one of the most beautiful actresses, in my opinion. I don't know who that is, so I can't attest to this. Actually, who is it? Rachel McAdams. She played. Uh, let's see. She played in Doctor Strange as well. Uh, she was in those movie. Uh, the uh, Doctor. Uh, uh, <laughs> Sherlock Holmes. Uh, and then she was. She she's played in a lot of different things. Which, uh, I think I don't know what she was most recently, and I think it was uh, like Game Night, something like that. Uh, and the only reason I know that is because that was the last thing that I saw her in. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, uh, those movies were fantastic uh, and very, very well made uh, and very funny as well because uh, obviously anything, <laughs> pretty much anything with Robert Downey Jr. is going to be very well made and funny uh, from what I can tell and especially like Avengers uh, those are always pretty good. His scenes are always some of the best. Uh, you can join in any time now. Oh, I'm sorry. I was <laughs> I was trying to look up Rachel McAdams. I'm just starting to ramble on. Oh, no, I, I was, my internet's very slow. Are you not on mine? No, I am. It's just my phone is on its last legs. That's because you have a Samsung. Wow, okay, let's not get into this debate. We're going to get into this debate. Oh, my God. The iPhones are so much better. No, they're not. Yes, they most no, certainly are. They're most are. definitely not, dude. On every level. Camera, quality. I'll give you that. Yeah. I'll give you, you camera You have quality. to give us camera because yours looks like it's dumped underwater every time you, you take a You want to know why? That's because I've dropped this so much and dirt's got so much into the camera that there's just no hope. There is no hope. Yeah, well, I've dropped this about... I haven't ever dropped it, but if I were to have, it would be covered in dirt and it would still look way better than anything that you've ever taken. I, dude, if you keep on going, I swear to God, I will leave. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I work at a tech shop I fix phones for a living and honestly iPhones are just in in design I like them better because they are just so incredibly easy to fix Samsung's like I could fix my phone if I needed to replace the screen in about 15 minutes Mm. max and that's because these have a lot more screws than the iPhone 7s and 8s that Mm. I have an XS Max Uh, aren't you special I got all that money I do (laughs) (laughs) Uh, which one is yours yours is a 7 right I have a uh, Samsung Galaxy S8 S8 okay so those are relatively easy you just have to be really good at I've gotten to this point where I'm good at taking stuff off without breaking it but we always I just most, break it. Most tech shops have to quote additional for the back glass because the back glass is so fragile. I've already and you ruined have the back to glass. Go, you have to go through it to be able to take the screen off, and it, they just it takes a lot longer to to do those repairs than it does on an iPhone. Uh, it's because they're way more 
they're not set up as good in my opinion uh and the motherboards are gigantic for some reason like these these are tiny mm. but the ones for yours are like literally the entire phone <laughs> um you right there bud <laughs> no i'm not okay i'm out. i ran out of water uh-huh. i still gotta talk through all of this crap i don't have a ladder with crowder mug so i can't I'm sure that was disgusting for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I really like Samsung. I mean, it's just my first, uh, my first, not my first phone. My second phone was a Samsung. Sure. And I just, I just love the galaxies. It's just, it's just been easier for me. I don't know why they're, they're so fundamentally different. Honestly, like I, I, I agree that Samsungs are usually cheaper. Uh, the parts are more expensive though. That's the weird part. Like, to replace, okay, not for the XS Max because the XS Max went from uh, LCD to OLED screens. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for an XS Max screen, you're looking at like 300 bucks. But literally anything past the Note 8 and like I or, or the the S9 is like between 300 and 500. So I'd rather just buy a new phone. Yeah, or just wait till this is available for upgrade and just sure. upgrade. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what I did. Uh, granted, I don't have the problems that most. I don't. I, I work at a tech shop, so I fix a whole bunch of people's phones. A lot of the people that come in have phones that have been run over, and I'm just like, I don't how even understand. Absolute crap! I have never dropped my phone before. How do you run yours over? You know what I mean? I, I can relate to dropping your phone. I drop my phone probably three times a day, if not more. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's on its last legs, um, but like I said again, it's just for it's just personal preference for me. I'd mm-hmm. rather mm-hmm. just stick with something that I know than try to figure out something new. Sure, it wouldn't be that hard to figure out something new, but. I'm lazy and I don't want to. Yeah, I mean, that, that's what I was getting into next uh, with the phones. Honestly, on the I, I like the iPhones better because they're so much, they're optimal for people to use better than Samsung. Like, like, when I'm going through a Samsung, I don't have one. So the buttons are all really confusing to me. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm trying to find a setting so I can get information and stuff about the device. And I'm like, <laughs> which Frick, I just did that one. <laughs> I don't know how to go back. It's like I'm on I'm on the internet or something on yeah. there. It's just like, how do I do this? <laughs> Help. Um, I mean, now that I've used, now that I've worked on a whole bunch of them, is it's a lot easier, of course. Right. But just the optimal, the optimiz is optimization, or optimization, optimization, optimization. Uh, on the iPhones are just so much cleaner, I mm-hmm. guess, a smoother. Um, press the, the processing. Uh, for these, uh, you don't have to get an additional graphics unit. For our, there are like additional cards that you can get on Samsungs to make every like everything process faster and everything like that. Which those are actually used for like gamers and stuff because you can put a lot of uh, attachments and like uh, additional uh, like emulators and stuff onto Samsungs a lot easier than iPhones. But you don't have to do any of that on an iPhone because the processing unit is so much more powerful than anything out right now, especially on the XS Max, which is why I got this one. Because also, I know they're talking about like one terabyte storage, and that's yeah, on a so phone? that's so not necessary. Because I have two fifty six, and I will never ever run out of storage ever. So. I got this on sale for like I don't even know. I got like three hundred dollars off of this on a Black Friday, and it has like five hundred and sixteen gigabytes. Good God. I'll never use that much. I yeah. think I don't even know if I've used 100 gigabytes. 
I I have had okay. So when when I was a freshman, I got an iPhone six plus, and I had sixteen gigabytes. Which yeah, with that one, I ran out of storage a lot because right. I use a lot. Of, I listen to a lot of music. Yeah. Then I got an iPhone seven my like junior year. Uh, because my iPhone 6 had what's called touch IC issues, white bar, if uh, if you're a technician, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, but so I had to get rid of that phone, and I got an iPhone 7 Plus, and I liked it a lot because it was just smoother, mm. I guess. Mm. But I had 36, or no, 32 gigabytes, rather, uh, and I never ran out. I had that thing for, what, three years? Actually, I probably I got it my sophomore year, I guess, then. I had it like four years. Right. Um, and I never ran out of space ever. So the only reason that I got this one <laughs> uh, with the 256 gigabyte was because it was only like a $2 increase in the monthly pay for mm-hmm. one, for two. Yeah. It was the only one that the place had available at the time. So it was just like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I don't know if people want to know where I work, but I'm going to tell you anyways. I work at a uh, welding supply store. And people usually take that as I'm a welder, which I wish I was a welder because yeah. that is a lot of money. Yeah. That is a stupid amount of money. Sure. But I'm not a welder, so I don't make stupid amount of money because mm. you see, I'm a welder mechanic. And by that, I mean I, the machines that people use to weld, those are what I fix. Yeah. Um, so I kind of do the same thing as, as you do, yeah. but on a higher scale and like a more, I guess, broad scale. Yeah. Um, mine's better because I fix people's stuff. And, and you're inside. You know. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 am I have the luxury a, uh, of AC units. I do not have the luxury <laughs> of AC units. Um, so that's basically what I do. I, I I started back after I graduated high school, like mm-hmm. literally the next week. I had my jo- I had the job lined up and everything. I, literally after we graduated, that following Wednesday, I started my new job. And I, I'm going to be real. I absolutely love it. Yeah. Um, I I enjoy working. I'll complain to Kingdom Come. <laughs> yeah. But I I enjoy working. It is something that really interests me. My my major in uh, school right now is mechanical engineering. Hmm. So it, it really deals with a lot of machines, which is what I deal with right now. And it, it yeah. really interests me to learn about these things every day because it's all these problems that you know machines have. They're, they're not always the exact same problem. So you're sure. always you're literally always learning something every day. But I'm also using a lot of brain power. Every day because I go to school, yeah, and then right after I go to work, and oh dear God, am I f- mentally tired yeah, after one day? Of course, because I go from like a, cal- a class from like calculus three or physics or statics, and straight to fixing machines where yeah. I gotta think, okay, what is actually happening with this? Mean why is it doing this? Why is it doing that? You know what I mean? Um, and that's because I went into that with no experience whatsoever. I had never worked on an engine before in my life. Yeah. Like, I didn't even know. I didn't know the difference between a push rod or a spark plug. Mm. I really didn't. Um, and I, I don't just work with engines. I work with a lot of electrical components like you do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a lot more dangerous, I guess you could say. Probably. Because it's a lot of voltage and a lot of amperage going into it at once. Yeah. I've blown up, like, two machines so far. Oh. And that was fun. Well, I have broken uh home buttons on iphone 7s uh since i've started about three of them Mm -hmm. uh which means that we have to replace the phone entirely ah Uh, because on an iphone 7 it's different than the six and before because the buttons are not actually buttons they are digital right uh and before 
before maybe like four or five months ago, there weren't even home button solutions for them. Mm. Uh, it was literally every home button was synced to the motherboard. You couldn't replace it. Oh, yeah. So I the first time I ever worked on an iPhone 7, I was still being taught. Uh, it was the I, I was about a month into my job. And <laughs> my my at the time lead tech, Matt. Uh, not me, not me. Not Disclaimer. him. Not him. Uh, he he was telling me how to deal with the home button. You know, I had taken apart an iPhone 7 and putting it back together like 400 times at this point. Yeah. Uh, so now I'm working on the real one. And he's like, all right, so this is how you deal with the home button. You put your spudger in between the connector and the um, little port. Uh, and you kind of give it a slight twist. Mm-hmm. Uh, to pop it up, which now I know what that means. At that moment, I had no clue what the heck he was talking about. He told me to flick it, like with the with the tweezer. No. Well, he didn't say with the tweezer, so I actually flicked it. <laughs> and the, those things are like paper thin. So when I flicked it, I just see the connector fly off. <laughs> just ripped it clean off of the home button itself. So I had to. We had to replace that phone. And then they were like, "All right, Christian, you're um." We're not going to have you work on iPhone 7s for a little bit. And so another month later, I finally start working on them. And I was like, that took way too long. Uh, it, and, and now I'm, I'm at a good point at this point. Because mm. when I first started, uh, there were a lot of things conspiring against me. I'm not going to lie. Uh, whether that was people didn't like me at the time uh-huh. or... I just sucked at my job. Of course, I was brand new. So of course, they, everybody sucked at their job when they first started. <laughs> yeah, so they were, they were sympathetic at that part. But I was getting in trouble for a whole bunch of nonsense, like stuff that I just was like, whatever. So I just always I always just bit my tongue and kept going, mm. you know. Um, and at this point, now I feel like I'm to a point where I can fix just about any device that you throw at me, mm-hmm. including computers, because now I work on computers and consoles. Uh, consoles are super easy. Or No, let me rephrase. PS4s are extremely easy. Xbox Ones are trash. <laughs> those things suck. I don't like working on those. Those are the worst things ever. So what what exactly do you work like? What does it look like when you work on them? Okay, so basically what happens is, literally they all have the same function. They, their purpose is to weld, mm-hmm. um, whether it be like a TIG or a MIG or a stick. Um, so people who don't know it what any of those modes are shut up (laughs) so it's a very you use your like tig uh t-i-g you use that for more like intricate designs like if you ever go to um uh if you like you have your you've been to a gym where like they uh have the machinery i guess you could say or like the the pole uh, not the poles what are they like the stabilizers i guess you can say sure like the metal stabilizers yeah and it's like very discreetly welded on there that's more for your intricate designs and stuff like that. That's what people use to, like, uh, make art, I guess you can say. Or, like, very intricate designs for very fragile things, I guess you can say. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly don't know how to TIG. Couldn't care less because that stuff is hard as crap. Um, making is for uh, more of your industrial kind of needs, I guess you can sure. say. It's like mm-hmm. you, people weld oil tankers together and stuff like that. You know, hold water tanks and all that good crap. Okay. And then you have your stick, which is really fun. It really is fun, dude. Because you just scratch it on a piece of metal, and that thing just starts firing off. Yeah. And like I said, I enjoy my job a lot. Well, actually, funny story. When I f- not when I first started, but it was actually like a month ago. <laughs> we had a machine. Uh, I won't say from what company, uh, but it's a company I do despise because their welding machines are awful. Okay. okay. But uh, 
it was a brand new machine and this guy couldn't get his machine to work, right? Uh -huh. So he brought it into us. We plugged it up. Everything was hooked up right. It was set to the right voltage and we turned it on and I kid you not, I saw flames coming out of the fan. Uh -huh. I saw actual flames. That was honestly the coolest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the company that built that machine, that representative was like standing there because he wanted to see what was wrong with it. And I didn't really fully recognize that he was there. And I started busting out laughing, dude. And the look he gave me. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whoo. But I, I didn't care. I still, it was still so funny, dude. It was freaking yeah. hilarious. Ooh. But like you said, when everybody starts at a job, they suck. Yeah. And I was completely got off because I was going into this completely blind. Like sure. literally my job yeah. for the first month was cleaning. Like <laughs> kind of sounds like me. I yeah. kid you not. Like my daily duties where I came into work, I swept, I walked around our fence to make sure nobody uh, broke in or anything. And then I would either, you know, watch my boss, you know, work on them and try to learn from it. Or I would disassemble like scrap machines. Sure. And just find parts that were usable mm -hmm. or not. But that was basically my job for a month. And I kind of just got thrown into it. I, I don't know if you'd qualify what I actually i don't think i actually got training quali qualified training i mm -hmm. guess you can say i just kind of learned on the job which is perfectly fine with me i mean that's what i did yeah, yeah. I, I i had to learn by experience um because i was sitting there for about a month with a mat and two different phones one was an iphone 6 and one was an iphone 7 literally just taking apart and putting it back together all that i really learned how to do with that was how to orientate my screws when i was when i'm taking them out so that i don't mix them up because if you put the wrong screw into one of the wrong sockets you can cause motherboard damage like long screw damage oh, you, can, you can even do that with machines sure too. yeah like, everything because there are plastic screws yeah. there are you know metal screws that are self tappers and stuff like that yeah and if you go too far if you use the wrong screw that's too long and you uh -huh. go too far it screws up everything because it could crack a board. Yeah. It could have yeah. contact with other metal and it starts mm -hmm. arcing across and everything just burns and blows up. Yeah. But I had a, I had a really weird situation happen today, actually. Uh, I was working on an iPad Air 2, which are extremely fragile, uh, and the screens are connected to the LCD themselves. So you have to be very gentle when taking it off, like uh, getting rid of the adhesive on the sides, because you could scratch the, the LCD and just bust it like right then and there. Um, so I take it out, uh, and I, I put a little spudger in between the battery and the connector so that it wouldn't, you know... When I took off the LCD, it wouldn't, you know, shock damage it. Um, well, at that moment, uh, my coworker's kids came in because he was waiting on his spouse to, uh, or his, uh, his uh, fiance to come pick him up because uh, he had to come in late uh, for some reason. Uh, and so I kind of took a second to, you know, start entertaining them. And then I started smelling something weird. So I turn back and I look at the motherboard and it is just smoking. Like there's just smoke coming out of this little bracket on it. So quickly I take it out of the device itself and in a panic I thought it was about to explode. Uh -huh. Of course, as people do. So <laughs> it stops smoking so I take off the shield and I look and there's this completely burnt coil. Which first of all, if you are a technician... One of the famous phrasings for Apple technicians is it's never the coil. This was the coil, so we had no clue what the <laughs> hell we were doing. And my boss today, he tried to replace it, and it started smoking again. Mm. Dude, I, I'm not joking when I say this. I, I sat that thing down on the battery, and we hadn't even plugged it in or tried to put any power to it. The second that it touched the battery, I just see... 
like just sparks flying everywhere. And I pulled it back up and I looked at my boss and I was like, what the heck do we do about this? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, so, uh, we just wanted to include this because, you know, we don't want to talk politics all the time. Politics are interesting to us. It's what we kind of live for at this moment in our lives. Yeah. But of course, we, you know, we, we do want to have some kind of, uh, I guess you could say diversity in what we talk about. I mean, yeah. we'll talk about things that are fun. And if you, if you ever have a topic that you want us to talk about or want our thoughts about, feel free to contact us, whether, you know, you can contact you can talk contact him on his Instagram at make make Mexicans great again, or you can contact me on my Instagram at white crit politics. It's no longer Christianity as a whole. It is because uh, that was uh, yeah. anyways. Uh, so <laughs> feel feel free if you ever want us to talk about a co- uh, topic or if you want our thoughts on it, whether it be you know if you want us to actually share those uh, comments like on an on an actual episode or if you want us to just respond to them yeah. through our DM. Feel free to. I'm not gonna say no yeah um even if it's a sensitive or a fragile topic yeah go for it i mean i'll give you my best answer it may not be right but i'll give you my best answer i'll tell you what i actually think i won't sugarcoat mm-hmm. anything well getting back into politics then let's talk about trump and dorian shall we god dude this is the stupidest thing it's so dumb it's literally just on both sides it's not it's not just a, here's the thing the the leftist media is going off on trump right now because they're they are absolutely digging, scraping the bottle of the, the bottom of the barrel to make fun of Trump and uh, just make him look bad in any way, shape, and form. And right now, they have had a four-day streak of trying to make him look bad because of what he has said about uh, Hurricane Dorian but, hitting but, Alabama. <laughs> I don't really like to defend the media, but in their defense, he did say he didn't. He had never heard of a Category Five hurricane. That I, uh, I mean, yeah. How you haven't in the long and as long as he's lived, he has. I don't know if he just misspoke, but that is a very. But does it matter? It doesn't matter it's at all. It's a hurricane. It's something that you could be like, you're stupid. Yeah. Okay. The, and then the devastation okay. of the hurricane, especially in the Bahamas, was bad. Talk about that. Don't talk about it's a Category Five. No, he doesn't even know what a Category 5 is. This guy, that's impeachable, okay? <laughs> that's the left's argument right now, and it's kind of incredible. If, and, if they were just to say, if they were just to make fun of him for like a minute and just say, dude, what the hell, then I'd have been completely okay with that because he kind yeah. of deserved it at that point. Yeah. I mean, like, come on, dude. So let's look Let's look at what, uh, I won't read all of the tweets that he's made about this because there are about 14 billion of them, but we can talk about the ones that he did today. So let me let me read these out. Uh, so Donald Trump, today, uh, he went to, he took to Twitter as he always does, and he states, The fake news media was fixated on the fact that I properly said at the beginnings of Hurricane Dorian that in addition to Florida and other states, Alabama may also be grazed or hit. They went crazy, hoping against hope that I made a mistake, which I didn't. Check out maps. <laughs> dot, 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 dot. <laughs> <laughs> this nonsense has never happened to another president. I absolutely agree with that statement. Well, yeah. The I media mean, has done everything against Trump. That it, Literally, Trump has done the same stuff that Obama has done. And, you know, Obama never, never got any of this crap, you know? Yeah. Like, him going golfing. Like, Trump going golfing during the middle of this hurricane. Who cares? First of all. (laughs) Second of all, Obama did the same thing. (laughs) 
<laughs> so, anyways, let's, who let's, cares that the president is golfing? Like, honestly, let him do his thing. Him, like, if he wants to go golfing, he works way hard. He like. He's gone golfing more than Obama has already, uh, from what I've read. Yeah. Which is fine, because he's also done about 50 times better the job than Obama ever did. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter. Anyways, let's continue. So he says, Four days of corrupt reporting still without an apology. But there are many things that the fake news media does not apologize or has not apologized to me for, like the witch hunt or Spygate, the lamestream media and their Democratic partner should start playing it straight. <laughs> I, had to, I had to scroll down. <laughs> it should be so much better for our country. I agree. <laughs> but the thing, the same thing can go for you, Trump. Just shut up about the hurricane! It's literally just a hurricane. Like, this is, if there was anything to ever be so stupid to argue about, <laughs> this is that thing. It's a hurricane. <laughs> Why are we not focused as on the far, people that are being affected? As far as I've seen, they're complaining about him because he took a marker and, like, extended the initial path of the hurricane on a map. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> Make a joke about it. Make a meme. Yeah. I don't care. The well, best thing, crap, the best thing that Trump could have done is come out and be like, oh, yeah, it's all right. Uh, I was misinformed. But, no, he just keeps doubling down on this. And it's like... No one cares. It, you're literally just feeding the piranhas right now. <laughs> no joke. They just want to keep. They want you to keep going with this, and you absolutely are going with it. So you're making the mistake, and the media, the media obviously really want him to keep going with this because they can just keep they they can keep themselves into the news, you know. Because mm. once once this goes away, they're gonna find like. He stepped out of a vehicle wrong. Right. And that's going to be the next big story. It's going to go from, uh, it's gone from Russia and Trump to racist Trump to fascist Trump to, oh dear God, he put Sharpie on a map. (laughs) All right, like what? What is? What does our news come to, bro? Uh, it's this just, is just—it's so bad. It's so awful, dude. All right, well, let's get into our final topic of the day. Speaking of news, um, over the weekend, Saturday, August thirty-first, here in uh, Texas, uh, Odessa, there was a there was a mass shooting. And before I continue with this, I wanna I wanna make sure that. I state that it, I I'm trying not to make any jokes or anything like that during this segment. Specific, uh, you know, at least until I get to a further point. Specifically because, you know, there's a difference between uh, offending someone who has a different opinion than you mm. because it's funny, right? And offending someone who has gone through a tragic accident, right? And of course, thoughts and prayers to everybody in Absolutely. the area that was affected. Absolutely. So uh, Saturday, August thirty first. Uh, in Odessa, uh, Texas, there was a mass shooting. Uh, I believe the toll was, uh, I believe they said it was seven, seven people killed and at least 25 injured. Um, it was I, seven too many. That's for sure. For sure. For sure. Uh, I, I won't, I ain't going to state the name of the, of the gunman. Uh, so I'll just, I'll just call him the gunman, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, Essentially how it started, according to Christopher Combs, the FBI special agent in charge, uh, he was talking about, you know, what really led up to the situation. Um, apparently he had already been having a bad day. Um, he came into work enraged uh, and because of his uh, – actually, I, I'm not entirely sure if it was ever confirmed why 
uh, they fired him to the public. Um, I, that's why I thought he was enraged to begin with, is that he was fired from his job. No, apparently, one of the I guess maybe the reason why he got fired was because he was already enraged. Oh. When he gets to his job, he was fired, um, and they had a disagreement uh, about the firing. So he and the the company called nine one one, both of them, and essentially, according to according to Combs, basically they were complaining on each other because they had a disagreement over the firing. Uh, also stating that you know it was mostly just rambling uh, at the time. Um, Is it true that uh, he was given, uh, not given, but he was giving uh, tips that he was like, he, he yes. called the police himself? Yes. So um, he actually called uh, uh, from from when he left work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I assume it was probably pretty early. Right. You know? uh, from there, I guess the day just kind of kept going downhill for the guy. He called the uh, FBI um, hotline, like, like tip line. Uh-huh. Uh, about 15 minutes before he was pulled over by a public safety trooper. trooper. Um, and uh, during that, uh, they stated that he made no threats of any type of violence, uh, also saying that he was just rambling at that time. And then during the shooting, he called 911 twi- twice, claiming that he was the one doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, when he got pulled over, he, he'd actually gotten pulled over for failing to signal a left turn. Uh, and as they were pulling him over, he started shooting at them. Uh, as far as I as far as I can get from the police reports, he started shooting as they were pulling him over, and he hit one of the two troopers that were in the vehicle. So he hijacked a postal service vehicle, mm-hmm. but from there he drove to the Synergy Movie Theater in Odessa, and that was where he was inevitably inevitably shot and killed. Good. Um, uh, let's get into the aftermath of what was going on. I want I want to stray away from the shooting itself now. I thought I'd probably provide the context as to why all this is happening. Right. Uh, so uh, the Texas governor uh, Greg Abbott mm-hmm. uh, this past Monday he took to Twitter, uh, stating, "Quote: Not only did the Odessa gunman have a criminal history, he also previously failed a gun purchase background uh, check in Texas, and he didn't go through a background check for the gun uh, that he used in the Odessa shooting. So where I want to take this, uh, I'm trying to take it mostly away from the shooting because I don't want to – the shooting itself, I don't want to politicize. Okay. But on the other hand, this is the reason that you are not seeing it in the news anymore. You, you won't see it anymore. In fact, since this shooting, I've seen more about El Paso right. than I have about Odessa, and that's because El Paso was a political agenda that fit the criteria for the left's propaganda. Of course. Um, he, he states uh, that he had, a, he had failed a, a, a background check, and uh, according to a law enforcer, uh, he failed it for mental, mental health issues in 2014. Uh, and John Wester, uh, an agent with the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms and Explosives, uh, they wouldn't say why. Uh, mm-hmm. Specifically, he didn't say why. I, I, I'm pretty sure he was asked, but I, I'm not entirely sure if they got a clear answer. Right. Um, the suspect, he was arrested in August of 2001 for an evading arrest charge, which he also had a criminal trespassing charge in McLennan County at the age of 18. Mm. Uh, so that's why that's a couple of reasons why he, pa- he didn't pass the background check. What this is proving and the reason why it's not in the media is because it, it, it actually helps with the case that gun control is an absolute joke. 
It is. 100%. Um, and we'll get to that more in a moment. I want to. I want to continue with what uh, with what Greg Abbott stated at the end of his statement on Twitter. He said, "We must keep guns out of the criminals' hands." Now, okay, I agree with that absolutely, hundred percent. The issue is that you can't. It's not possible. So the reason that I'm saying this is because we don't need to worry about keeping the guns out of the criminals' hands. We need to worry about arming the populace. Mm-hmm. Of course. People need to be able to defend themselves, and gun control is going to take that away. Uh, How he even had Beto O'Rourke. Just recently, when he was interviewed, he was asked about, and uh, I think the quote was, that's exactly what we're going to do. Because he was asked if, you know, Americans are going to have to sell back their assault rifles, quote unquote. They call it a buyback, but, you know. It's a gun confiscation. They didn't, they, absolutely it is. But, you know, we didn't buy it from them. Right. So... I don't even think that it would be a buyback. I think that it would be like, hey, here's a, here's a thirty dollar, here's thirty dollars, give us your gun, and right. then all that's taken away by taxes. Right. I think that's exactly how that would go down. Well, Joe Biden stated uh, when he was asked about this whole situation, uh, he stated that the idea that we don't have the elimination of assault type weapons, uh, magazines that hold multiple bullets in them, is absolutely mindless. Following with, it's no violation to the Second Amendment. Now, first of all, before we get into where I'm about to go, that was one of the dumbest sentences I've ever had the misfortune of writing down. Right. He just stated that magazines that can hold multiple bullets in them. Does he not know what a magazine is? Magazines hold multiple bullets. Yep. That's that's a definition of what a a magazine. magazine is. So basically, he's stating that he wants to get rid of every gun except for a gun that has one bullet in it and one bullet only right we're going back to the musket era musket era and what was that other one it was called uh, a one shot it was a one shot pistol it was called the uh uh, derringer so he states it's no violation to the second amendment let me let me just read exactly what the second amendment states it says a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed now it doesn't say the right of the people to keep and bear a handgun. It says arms. Right. You know, arguing that this is not a violation of the Second Amendment is completely invalid because it's talking about arms in general, not a specific type. Right. So right. any any confiscation, any taking away of any gun, any right to protect yourself, taking away any of it is a violation of the Second Amendment, no matter which way you look at it. And, and, and building on that, it, there's a lot of people that go to the argument of, well, back in the Revolutionary War, they didn't have guns that shot more than one at a time, and then you had to reload. That is completely historically false. Absolutely. They had plenty of guns. And eventually, you know, I'll, if we ever do a uh, gun debate or something like that with mm-hmm. somebody, or mm-hmm. if we ever just have a complete segment where we talk about gun control, I will bring up the actual guns that are used. But there were plenty of guns that not... They didn't have magazines. I'll give them that, but they shot more than one round. They were they didn't have to be reloaded after every single round. Mm-hmm. The the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Any kind of gun control is infringement upon our Second Amendment rights. Mm-hmm. How they ever got through, I'm not actually sure because the Constitution is very very clear. 
It is not an old document. It is a living, breathing document. Mm -hmm. It doesn't change with the times. We have to keep consistent with what the Constitution tells us Absolutely. we need to do. Absolutely. The most recent news, as far as I understand, is that Walmart is now discontinuing sales of short barrel and handgun ammunition uh, that could be used with, quote, military-style weapons. Uh now, before I continue with that, it's also discontinuing handgun sales in Alaska, which is okay because this is honestly the first time I've ever seen Alaska in the news because no one ever remembers it as a state. It's okay. We're going to so replace them with Greenland. What is military-style weapon, the quote? Uh, the military-style weapon, the reason that they say that is because it's a scare tactic. Guns, are, uh, guns we are buying are not as powerful as our military, first of all. The reason that they call it military-style weapons is because of the way that they look. And simply, that is the only reason. Which, honestly, we could also sort that as literally any weapon, uh, including a knife. You know, an assault knife. Correct. Uh, it's got too long of a blade. Yeah. Uh, any, you know, if a military man was held up behind enemy lines in a Walmart, uh, they're going to be using the guns that they have there. And those guns are trash. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. The gun's caliber is not nearly as good as as the military. And the, the reason that that is is because, you know, for the military, they have actual battles, you know, right. with, with different countries that hate us and would rather us be gone than anything. So they have to have more firepower mm -hmm. than we do when I hate my neighbor. Right. Um and I, I actually looked into this. The, the, the process of getting the license to actually be able to have a military, a, an actual military-style weapon is extremely extensive. You have to go through a ton of background checks. There's a ton of paperwork, and it is thousands upon thousands of dollars to get this license because people have to be – you know, this, this is one of those regulations that I may not agree with, but I understand why it's there. You know, mm -hmm. we still have our guns. Guns can kill people even if it's a lower caliber, but they aren't nearly as powerful as the military's, and that's why it's a scare tactic. Why are they using this scare tactic? Uh, it's it's manipulation, and the left does not. They don't care about our safety. They want control over the populace. Uh, and, and once we are no longer able to defend ourselves from the criminals, from the marauders, from a tyrannical government, mm -hmm. even. Mm -hmm. The government will take full control, and that, that's totalitarianism. Totalitarianism, uh, to, to put it into definition, uh, is a system of government that is centralized and dictatorial, requires com complete subservience to the state. Right. So they have complete control over everything. And once, w once the Second Amendment is ignored or abolished, we will go from a semi-free nation to a socialist communist country in a very short period of time. And honestly, once that happens, there will not only be an all-out civil war, but there will be no turning back from complete totalitarianism. And honestly, I don't even know if you could clarify it as a civil war. I feel like it'd be more of a revolutionary war again. Sure. Like a part two, um, because, you know, the first revolutionary war was against a tyrannical government. And if our government does it again, it's kind of another revolutionary war because they're trying to separate ourselves from them again. Um, but it, it, kind of, it, it could be a civil war because, honestly, there are a lot of people that are behind this and back this. Mm -hmm. So we could see a complete separation of, you know, like not the North and South technically, but just like, you know, 
in hypothetically we could see the North and the South fighting again. Absolutely. That that's just a very big thing. And that is why I don't support gun registries. I don't support uh, letting the government know what kind of gun you have. Mm-hmm. Um, because once they know what gun you have, they literally have all the power over you. Absolutely. They, it, it's it's crazy, man, uh, that people can logically think through a gun registry. Um, and it's just, it's crazy, dude. I don't. It, it's the argument that that we see a lot. You know, I don't. I don't understand why there is an argument at all. Uh, there's no point in us not having guns because you see you see these situations like with this mass shooting sure the guy who did the mass shooting should not have had a gun there were about 15 red flags that were completely overlooked right which is why red flag laws won't work either mm-hmm. but how did it all end the man was shot he's still dead you know which is it, it, it's it's ridiculous to think that everything would be solved if we didn't have weapons. Uh, I, I'm not sure. I know that the leads of the Democratic Party, the left, mm. they they know that that's not what they're aiming for. They are aiming for full control. Mm-hmm. The people, I don't even know. I, I can never tell if they're serious or not anymore because I don't think that they think that it'll solve it anymore. It would honestly just make it worse because whether or not a bad person wants a gun or not, no amount of law or regulations or restrictions are going to keep them from buying a gun. Because once once we had we already had an assault rifle ban from 1994 to 2004, mm-hmm. the mass shooting and just in general uh, assault uh, statistics remain the exact same throughout that time period. The highest it has ever been uh, per 100,000, it was in 1980. There were over a million uh, assaults with weapons, not uh, like uh, like uh, assault rifle weapons. Uh, I believe was a statistic. Maybe it was just homicides in general with a weapon. Uh, but we're we've been at a consistent pace since about 1992, and the assault rifle ban already proved to be completely. It it, it wasn't effective to anything. It didn't raise it. It didn't lower it at all. Now we have them again, and they're trying to take it away. But the issue is, is that once they take away our assault rifles, then the next option is going to take away our handguns, all of our ammo, everything. All of our means to protect ourselves. Absolutely. And again, the reason that they want this is because they want full control. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is that once that happens, once there are no, once there is no way for us to protect ourselves, once people are being put in prison for having guns as a civilian rather than someone who is trying to murder someone, they are going to be able to step in and be like, hey, we're going to try socialism. And everyone's going to be like, we're so desperate for whatever. Right. You know, something's got to be done. Everyone can agree on that. It's not just a left or right issue anymore because now no one can predict themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's when that's when it becomes a totalitarian, you know, country. Right. Uh, we're no longer we would no longer be free, which means that socialism, communism is the next step because that's what they want. Because right. like literally talked, Bernie Sanders is a socialist. Exactly. And like we talked about last time in socialism, the rich get richer, the poorer get poorer. Yep. And 
with the government taking over everything, that's exactly what would happen because, you know, they can literally take our money whenever they want. The government should not be able to just force us to do whatever they want because once that happens, it's no longer a free country. It's a dictatorship. I think we're just going in circles at this point because I've, I've said that about a billion times now. Yeah. But the point I'm trying to make is that we need right now is a, is a pivotal mo- moment. I don't think that gun control will happen in our lifetime. As Gen Z, as millennials, I don't care. I don't think that we're going to see that in our lifetime unless one of these crazies get into office, which is why right now is a very pivotal moment for us. This election, specific ne- next year's election is going to be very, very uh, either consistent with you know staying where we are right now, gradually climbing. You know, sometimes we decline. That's just what happens. We're gra- gradually inclining though for the overall. It's either going to be that or we're going to go straight downhill. Straight down. Uh, like, like I said in my last part, uh, in the last episode, that it's not, it's not, it's no longer a, a battle between Republicans and Democrats. It's, it's a battle between, literally keeping ourselves a free country in total tyranny. Mm-hmm. And tell me, say that it's an extreme view. I really don't care because at the baseline of what everything that Democrat uh, presidential candidates are standing for. That's exactly what it is. It's just straight tyranny. Absolutely. And it, it's crazy to think about, man, because next year is going to be a very, very important year and how this country goes. Absolutely. I agree. I agree 100%. And I think, you know, even, even a year ago, two years ago, you can literally see the timeline from when it went from us saying liberals all the time to leftists mm-hmm. because liberals were the issue. But at least... You know, you couldn't argue with them. That was where that was really where it all started. You could not argue with a liberal because all they do is scream and shout and let it all out. From there, they just got more radical and radical and just way worse. And now the people that people that are liberal, honestly, at this point, a lot of people that I consider liberal, I can sit down and have a conversation with and they might get angry, but at least they'll talk. Right. Because leftists are so far gone. Right. They are just way too far into the radical, uh, you know, group, right. I guess, would be the best way to put it. That it, I don't think there is any turning back for those people. I, I think they're starting to grow. Mm-hmm. They're a very small portion, but they are starting to grow. And that's why I have, I have a very real fear for even in my lifetime of what's going to happen because it's starting to get worse and worse Uh Especially with like you're you're seeing the media just take the forefront with the radicals, um, Chris Cuomo being Fredo? being just absolutely <laughs> a nutcase uh, is just all support for these people, and the more I watch CNN, the more I watch MSNBC, the more I feel like I'm losing brain cells. It, my IQ drops a little bit, if I'm honest with because you. Because they don't have any rational. Because they're just like, oh, this seminar, you know, over over seven hours over climate change. The, this whole thing with climate change, they, I, I've seen so many clips of people uh, at CNN and MSNBC and uh all the other ones, there are so many that are all really similar in name. Uh, they all have said the same thing. It's just like, ah, oh, just this is great. You know, these are great answers to all these things. There was not one answer to anything. Everything went from, here's the question. Let's stray over here to women. Right. You know, they have, you know, the choice over their own body. Completely different issue. 
completely okay. different. Which is why we were talking about, like, it's why he was talking about how he implied that kill your baby, save the universe. Right, of course. Because that makes sense. Yeah, if you kill your baby, you're going to stop global warming on Mars, by the way. You know, the the radicalization of this is kind of why we started this podcast. We want, we're, we're very young, um, and not a lot of people give us credit for, you know, for mm-hmm. our age. And, you know, that's fine. People have their own opinions. But that that's why we kind of started, we wanted to start this thing. We want to spread out to people that are our age. I mean, we want you to think for yourself. We don't want you to listen to CNN or MSNBC or hell, even Fox. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you do. L- what, read both sides of the argument. Come to your own conclusion. I don't care if you're a Democrat. I don't care if you're a Republican, Libertarian, whatever. Be whatever you want to be. But just know what that implies. Know the consequences that will come with those actions. Absolutely. I agree. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, We'll be back next week with another podcast. This has been Both Sides of the Wall. I am White Crid. And I am Brown Matt. And we just want to remind you, think for yourself. Don't let anybody else tell you how to think. Absolutely. We'll see you next week. Bye.